Sada and Sada. El Shaddai, El, El, power of nourishment, produce, production. So that's one of the names of, one of the attributes of Yahweh, El Shaddai. Eight, it's written 51 times, it's El Shaddai. Six times in the New Covenant, it's Elohei Sevaot. Yahweh Elohei. Elohei Sabaoth. But so 51 times is literally El Shaddai. And they translate it 51 times as God Almighty. Right? When it's actually power of nourishment, which is, which comes from who? Women. So whenever you see God Almighty, it, can, it should reinforce women on how powerful you are in the context of your existence. Right? And Sadai is produce uh, Sustain. Field. Field. Providing. Human. Harnessing, wow. Okay. Nature. Harnessing nature. So you see the scene, dollar, hey. Watch this. The way we are made, huh? Rabbinically, she established determination, doorway to the spirit and life, right? A is the letter for the spirit. Hey, Yahweh, harmonizing with Yahweh. Hey, definite article. Hey, Yahweh, you need to go back to Yahweh. All individual beings, all creation, right? So this, this word is powerful because if we throw away all the distractions of the world and just go back to our biological function, we will see everything work according to purpose. You'll see you'll be surrounded with delightful conditions. There'll be no lack of company. So uh, uh, nourishment. So you see the woman 
right, is the symbol of what they translated as God Almighty to withstand. Man is able to withstand. And a man with a proven character, a woman complimenting man. That's Ish. She's, she's Isha, but then she, if she's on the cover, remember we did uh, the word for mom, mama? The word for mama is here, right? Mom. I left mem. Meaning to be dependent. It's a conditional clause also. Because she can't be that uh, providing physical and spiritual life, a tribe without cover, without him. So she can only function uh, in that capacity if she has cover. Representative of Yahweh over covering her and serving her when she's pulled. And uh, she's supposed to birth a tribe, people. And the cognate to that, um, I am Mem, so that's Aleph Mem, mean mama, mom, right? A mother. She can't be a mother without a father, right? Without seed producing. In her soul, so and then the cognate, the phonetic cognate, um, with the iron is uh, is, is with means people, a people socializing together. And we're not created to be isolated from each other. Nation, each each. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you. Mindset that we should have and not settle less. But uh, again, producing nourishment, Yahweh, El Shaddai, the woman is the symbol of that. What they translate as power is almighty or power of nourishment. Mankind cannot survive without a field providing human needs, isn't it? And woman, the, the reflection of Yahweh's relationship with the man being, that's why they say mother nature, huh? Mother nature. The man is supposed to be a vessel of his revealing presence. We represent him, but she is he his complement, his extension of his spirit in Hebrew, in Malachi chapter 2, verse 15, it's translated as people. And Ish is, so the woman is powerful because she has, every generation, she has the authority to change. Not voting, not protesting, not demonstrating. No, that's not it. It's like, okay. People don't want to do right. Guess what? We will create another generation that will affect and change this generation away from its corruption, away from its foolishness, away from its perversity and degenerate practices. You believe that? Only yeah. takes one generation to change things. It's simple. Is the world corrupt? It is. Is Kenya corrupt? So, don't you want to change the corruption? 
or do you say, what can we do? That's what people say. Huh? What can we do? So you just exist in it. So now you come here. Now you can know, oh, I can do something, isn't it? You believe it? Yeah. It's true. You follow me? You can, we, we, we can change the next year. It's like, okay, you guys. And you'd be around to see it, right? In the history books, they always talk about one individual who brought about a change in a certain generation, isn't it? So how come we can't be that one individual for the future that the future generations will write about? How come we can't? We can, can't we? Oh, this guy's a hero back then. He did this, he did that. You follow me? We, we can too. There's no. All right. That uh, the, the fallen messengers, huh? Uh, Sam Yazel, Azazel. Those guys, look, this is what Satan does. Satan, just like in the garden with uh, Hawa, he convinced her that what Yahweh created them to be and what they had was not enough. He can do better. You can do better than what Yahweh has given you. Right? So, in Genesis 6, in Gen 6, it says, the sons of powers saw the daughters of men that they were beautiful. Adam was handsome as all get out. All of humanity were good looking. Everybody was beautiful. Males, handsome, all the women were beautiful. And it says, the messengers of Yahweh, the fallen angels, saw the daughters of men that they were beautiful. They took all who they chose. So now watch. So those fallen dudes, they convinced uh, her to eat. Then he followed her and gave them grounds to come and do, right? So those guys started convincing women to wear makeup. To add to their beauty when they didn't need to. Follow? Yeah. It says put this on the that's why you see the Egyptians, they all the eyes and all that all that kind of thing. All that stuff came from fallen messengers. Say no, you can because Satan wants to convince you that Yahweh did not do enough for you. I can do better. And if you follow me. You don't have to go through the long, drawn-out journey that he has marked for you. I can give you, make you, give you a straight line to it and get there quicker without all the discomfort and strain and challenge and what will build and shape. You don't have to build and shape, hold and shape character if you let me worship me and I give it to you quick. And so that's you know now it's crazy. That's a thing on Shaddai, right? Mm -hmm. So Satan is now because because you know the the Hollywood controlled by CIA, CIA through entertainment conditioned the masses to for style, beauty, dress, everything, right? Uh, because they exalt, they sensualized sensualized the breasts. Right, so they they guard the breasts area, but yet they 
expose the garden area. Short shorts, thongs, you follow me? All that type of stuff, right? But they but they got this hair and they exalt that. Boom, 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 boobies, 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 sensualized. So the man is like, oh, boobies, and then he gets excited. When back in the day, you know, it wasn't, it was just a symbol of nourishment. And uh, they didn't even wear tops because we lived in tropical areas anyway. But then the dress was exposed and uh, got all the sunlight that it needed for strength and preservation, right? To keep them. Uh, yeah. And the, the loin area was covered, right? And there was no sensual nothing that came to no mind way. because of exposed breasts. There wasn't none of that. Uh, when I first went to South Africa and we went to Zululand and went and saw, I was like, ah, but, but I was from Los Angeles, though, seeing those conditions. Whole tribe of young ladies, no, no breasts, naked, whatever. But, and they didn't have no rape cases, no immorality, no none of that. That wouldn't even come to their mind. But me from the West, my mind was all conditioned and spoiled. And then Yahweh caught me real quick and said, hey, 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 you know, he had to straighten me out on that. Like, dang, we messed up, right? And so now, women are getting fake implants, totally, so that's Satan, totally destroying the purpose of the breast being the power of nourishment. Because with implants, you can't no more, you lost the nourishment. The capability of, of nourishing uh, the child, if they have it, is gone. And then the hospitals cater to that anyway, because they say, hey, they give you Similac. You don't have to breastfeed. Just use our substitution. Now, and even, even the makeup now, that in the U.S., now they wear them extra long flat eyelashes, right? And then uh, there was clowning one of them. She was at a road coaster, and they were like, pretty crazy. You know, and then they fly off to the uh-oh. They left Yeah, you can fly. <laughs> that was funny. And they were wearing, I mean, it's crazy. And they're looking like, uh, and they're trying to make them look like uh, dolls. And now the affectatious affectation, the identity is in that. Again, Satan, nothing's new under the sun. What he did before, he'll do again. He's going generation. And uh, and again, the men are allowing it. But those are all women without. Okay, here's again the Hebrew, right? Olam. Ayin Lamed. Final men. That is the word. Alam is the word for eternity. Huh? Can we see eternity? No. It's hidden from us. Isn't it? The future is hidden. So the, the, the word literally means to hide. The, the verb is hide. Hidden. Right? Uh, unknown future. That's what eternity is. Unknown future. That is also the word for virgin. 
is also the word for virgin. A young, undeveloped, So that, that's a woman who has not uh, started ovulating, yes? And they were betrothed, okay? Why? So this tells the father how he's supposed to guard, protect, and keep hidden his virgin daughter from the world's devices and methods to seduce her into becoming a, a harlot, right? So that's a, that's a word for, now the, this one, Aleph Lamed Mim is the word for uh, is the word for a a widow, a woman without a spokesman. Yeah, this one. See, so both of them are alam, alam. It's like uh, sadai and sadai, right? They're, they're called phonetic cognates in Hebrew. Uh, they are all, all the words are connected. All the words are part of the family. Can't separate words out of the context of the whole language. And that is to, uh, to bind, tie together uh, a widow, a woman without a spokesman, being silent, being silent. She has no cover, widow. It, the scripture says that this is my covenant with you forever, right? about circumcision, mutilating the co-creator, right? But but it's in the Torah, we translate it as, this is my covenant with you toward an unknown future. And when the time comes for the fulfillment, then I will change it, right? That's why you'll keep my Sabbaths forever. No, you'll keep my Sabbaths toward an unknown future, the Sabbath day. Because now, when Yeshua came, the covenant was renewed, changed. Now, every day is a Shabbat. Make sense? When you translate it correctly. Okay? And so the, the and it's, it's also a full course of time. A full course of time. An age. Guess what? That age will soon be over, huh? I mean, the way the world goes is the way of the status of the women. How do we change the world? How can we change the world? Oh man, technology, this, that, you know, space, all that, armies, what? No, it's simple. You go back to, it's within your reach. Go back to relating to the one that came out of your side correctly, understanding and knowing, dwelling with her according to knowledge, and then you will experience El Shaddai, you will experience powers almighty, but his way, not your way, 
which will allow him to manifest his power to protect what you are now bringing back into proper order of purpose. You get what I'm saying? Do you, I mean, this is powerful. I'm getting into it. I'm messing myself up. <laughs> and, uh, you know what? We talked about this the other day, right? About the little boys, huh? You know, women are, I'm like, yeah, they're stupid. They little, they, the, the, the girls here are, women are 11 years old. And, and Yahweh did it like that because we have to put sin in check. We have to be the ones to be objective. We have to be the ones to fight. We have to protect. Right? So he took away. <laughs> and that is why do not marry an age mate. You will get a divorce. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. It won't. You, 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 you'll, you'll desire and want things that he doesn't have the capability of coming up with to try and meet your internal needs and emotional and spiritual and mental. You don't have it. See, in the scriptures, they they married proper. It was it was just cultural. But we've come in the generation that Satan was in control. And so he flipped everything up. And so what we think is normal is contributing to everybody's frustration. Who taught about Jacob? Right? When did Jacob get married? At what age was Jacob is the founding father of the nation of Israel, the first covenant example of Israel, is he not? So he's a patriarch that's honored highly, is he not? Do you know what age he was when he got married? Nobody talks about that. They don't even teach about it. Let's let's do this first. He and his brother were twins, right? Jacob and Esau. Esau got married when he was 40, right? And he married foolish women <laughs> that was not of Hebrew. His parents said, ah, these guys, right? And Jacob, would, Jacob manipulated his brother and got his thing, whatever like that. Then his brother was going to kill him. And uh, his mom said, yo, leave, go to my brother. Let, let the excuse be you're going to find a wife there. But the reason was to get away from his brother, let his brother try and kill him. Then he said, when he calms down, then you can come back. But when he went there, he watched this. He saw Rachel. And he says, is Laban here? He says, yeah, there's his daughter. He's like, whoa. And he, he said, I'm a cousin, right? And he kissed her. Then she took him back. Hey, yo, 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 sister's son is here, right? And so then he says, stay with me. So then he stayed and he said, yo, uh, should I have you work for nothing? You know what I'm saying? What should I, what can I do for you? He said, I will work seven years if you give me your daughter Rachel's hand in marriage. He said, no problem. Better to marry in the family, right? And uh, so... So he worked seven years. You know, you know how old he was when he got there? He was, he was 77 when he got there. He married when he was 84. Look, if we keep these boys virginal, 
They ain't interested in women. So, look, look, look. Virgins, they don't want to see nothing. They just like, I don't know. I'm on their way in. <laughs> it was nighttime. His little Woody stood on post. He's like, oh, what do we do? Both of them follow. So, yeah. You follow me? I wasn't interested. I wasn't trying to do nothing because I didn't know what to do anyway. You follow? And then I was just focused on <laughs> other things. So there's a, there's a, oh. And then he's like, hey, you tricked me. This is not. And he said, okay, work for another seven years for her. And he said, okay. And so he had both. Then they, then they started having the baby. Virgins have a healthy divine guard in them. You follow? So yeah, he was he he was seventy seven when he went to Laban, worked seven years, married at eighty four. Then that's when you can read in Genesis twenty eight when they started having the children. Seven years, give me my Nikeva. And then he's, what did he do? He switched. He said, ah, it's not for the older to marry, for the younger to marry before the older. So he gave, you know, and she had on a hijab. Listen, I'm just busting a lot of truths here. Islam is, is a historical preservation of how the Hebrews dressed back then. Islam, the way they dress today, is how the Israelites dressed back then, the women and the men. That's how come he didn't know that it was not Rachel. You know how they ninja suits, hijabs, <laughs> and it was, it was nighttime in the tent, and so that was 14 years for the two decades, and then another uh, six years. Just to, because he, Laban saw that Yahweh was with Jacob, and he manipulated him, used him, whatever like that. And then after 20 years, he said, ah, let's get out of here. And they had all their children except for two, Joseph and Benjamin. And they took off during those 20 years of being with Laban. They had 10 children. And, and when he had Joseph, he was 91 years old. So yeah, David. He he lived to be a hundred. Thirty thirty at that time when he went into Egypt, he was hundred thirty. Uh, far and few. Then he lived seventeen more years, so he died at hundred forty-seven. Um, Abraham, re Abraham remarried uh, when he was hundred thirty-seven years old to. Uh, Tour, and he had six more boys, and that's what he started the Midianites. And he he lived to be one seventy five. Isaac lived to be one eighty five. Yeah, you follow. 